Genomics Revolution. Welcome to Genomics Revolution. This is Emily Harris. And this is Tim Merton. We are from the 2020 Hiram College Genetics course, and we are hosting this episode on the genome of human immunodeficiency virus, or HIV. HIV targets a host immune system and causes it to fail. This complication is referred to as HIV infection and can eventually develop into acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, or AIDS, which is the most advanced stage of HIV infection. This virus is in the genus Lentivirus, the family of Retroviridae, and the subfamily Orthoretrovirinae. HIV is typically divided into two types, HIV-1 and HIV-2, and each type can be further subdivided into several smaller groups based on differences in viral antigens and from where each strain evolved. HIV was recognized on a wide scale during an outbreak in the 1980s, but was actually first discovered in humans between 1920 and 1940. After years of studying the virus, it was discovered that it is spread through contact with infected bodily fluids like blood, semen, breast milk, and several others. It was also discovered that the virus was very similar genetically to simian immunodeficiency virus, or SIV, which is a non-human primate immunodeficiency virus. HIV-1 appears to have evolved from SIV strains in chimpanzees in Central Africa, and HIV-2 likely evolved from a strain in West African mangabees. So, it is believed that the virus was transmitted to humans when these primates were hunted for meat and their infected blood was ingested. The virus then mutated and evolved in humans into HIV. Now, let's talk about the HIV genome. The genome of this virus consists of two single-stranded RNA molecules and is roughly 9,200 bases in size. After sequencing the genome, it was found that it contains nine genes and encodes 15 viral proteins, which is relatively small when we consider how powerful of a virus it is. HIV is also classified as an enveloped retrovirus. This means the virus uses a special enzyme called reverse transcriptase, which turns its RNA into DNA, then uses that DNA to infect a host. They literally insert a copy of their own genome into a host genome. So this virus works in a very intelligent way, making treatment for infection extremely difficult, especially before the virus was understood. This is why it is so important to sequence the HIV genome. By learning more about the genetic makeup of HIV, it can become easier to understand how the virus operates, how it evolves, and what it evolved from, and how to prevent possible outbreaks, and what types of treatment may work. Sequencing the genome even opened the door for possible gene therapy that can be used to treat or hopefully even cure the disease someday. Sequencing the HIV, HIV genome told us a lot about the virus, so let's highlight a few of the key findings. Sequencing the genome is how we found out that HIV is closely related to SIV. The information was crucial because we were able to use our understanding of SIV to help us come up with a better treatment for HIV. Another finding was that there are subtypes of HIV-1 such as CG-0018A-01. HIV-1 genome. This subtype L was found in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. This re the research showed that this subtype L was found to be transmitting in the DRC and that there could be more strains circulating. Knowing this was extremely important because it shows the dangers of mutations and how easily the virus can evolve and create new strains. This let scientists know how to look for new strains of HIV that could be more easily transmitted and harder to combat than the original strain. 
Sequencing the HIV genome also shows the HIV-1 genetic material is damaged by hypermutation. C2A hypermutation, for example, damages the virus by producing abnormal amounts of transitions from guanine to adenine. These mutations are thought to be caused by HIV's reverse transcriptase enzyme, which has the ability to hypermutate in the presence of unbalanced nucleotide pools during the cell cycle. This is important because it shows the virus has a weakness that is possibly being caused by the host mechanism that can decrease virus replication. This finding implies that if we can promote hypermutation states in HIV, we may be able to induce non-reversal mutagenesis of the viral DNA. This strategy may pave the way to discovering a cure for HIV. Thank you for listening.